I'll make the sound. Okay. All right. So, oh, that was horrible. Sorry, everyone. So this is a shot of uh, Cote, Cote Jolie, France, elderflower <laughs> liqueur. I think it means it's French. I think I just read the word France. Um, <laughs> all right. So here we go. This is a huge, huge nip that we just found. Um, thank you, Patreon. You nope no oh, no you poured that it was wrong. bad. Uh, Cece that was just bad. poured me an entire shot. Amazing. <laughs> two Whoa! It's so two drops. That's my real name. You can't do that. Whoops. No, so much no, no, <laughs> no. She's trying to equalize it by pouring. It. Okay, here we go. So this is elderflower. We is have that good? we have no idea how I mean, this is gonna go. This has more. Um. Okay. Clink. Here we go. Cheers. Um, I think that was good. Now I don't like it as much. It was good at the beginning. It was very tasty, like, right on the tongue. It was very sweet. Yeah, and and now now it tastes like grass. Medicine. (laughs) (laughs) One, two, three. Medicine. (laughs) All right. Well... So I guess if you're into weird liqueurs, you'd probably like it. Grass? Yeah, it tastes like a plant. I mean, literally, it tastes like I'm chewing on a leaf um, with some sugar and alcohol. Um, anyways, that was our... Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Sleeping Girl. And I'm Cece. Uh, this is our Two Hip Chicks podcast, where we talk... I fucking screwed myself up. Where we talk about hypnosis and kink in our lives... And this podcast is not safe for work, so please don't listen to it at work with people around you and shit, because we do nasty shit. And uh, also while you're driving, don't do that, because we do trance and stuff. This is going great. <laughs> Go ahead. Just keep going. We do trance uh, during the podcast, so I don't want anybody to get caught in the crossfire while you're operating any kind of machinery, and that's not responsible. So be responsible. Listen to Two Hip Chicks alone with a vibrator. <laughs> With the Our, safety off. With the safety off on the vibrator. <laughs> Do yeah. vibrators have safeties? Mm. Maybe some of them. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not familiar with those. Anyways, so today we're going to be talking about um, a topic that our friend Fake Creature suggested to us. Yeah. Um, and they suggested that we do a topic on how to mix hypnosis and BDSM, or or basically just the, the overall concept of mixing hypnosis and BDSM and kink and stuff. Right, absolutely. Um, and Something we do all the time. Yeah, and <laughs> we thought this would be a really cool topic, especially because uh, in like two days, we're going to be doing a presentation at Geeky Kink Event New England, yep. where uh, we're basically um, revamping a presentation that we did at Hypnosis and the Catskills about communication and rapport for hypnosis, and we're revamping that for BDSM. And we've been already been talking about these kinds of things for a few days right, to get ready exactly. for this. So we thought this would be a great time to do it. Yep, absolutely. So. Even though it's a topic that we could basically do in our sleep in the sense of when it comes to, um, when it comes to hypnosis and mixing BDSM yeah, with hypnosis. Absolutely. We do it all the time. Right, exactly. So. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, we found that it's harder to not mix hypnosis and BDSM at this point. Yeah, that's interesting. You have something to say about that, it feels like. 
No, but I mean, uh, well, honestly, what you were even saying earlier today when you were in a scene with some people that did hypnosis with you on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, when they hit you with things, it was like, oh, okay, I'm supposed to go into trance or whatever. Yeah. Um, I find there are certain things with, like, BDSM where... Um, now that I've discovered hypnosis kind of thing where it's just like, it just feels so natural yeah. to go into hypnosis yeah. with it. Well, and you know, yeah. And I'll probably talk about that specific thing that you're talking about with me a little later, but I think, um, a good place to start this off would be probably, um, the concept of subspace is, sure. uh, a commonly talked about thing in the BDSM community. People like it's it's very natural for people. They say you go into sub subspace sometimes when you do scenes. Yep. And so, when you were doing scenes before you knew about hypnosis, <laughs> did you? You're have asking a, me specifically. Yeah. Did you Not have anyone a, else in the room? That's weird. Here, no. But <laughs> any listeners, obviously, always feel free to comment your things. But okay, so I didn't actually go into subspace very much, though. Um, so I'm not a great person to ask. Um, in the few times that I did, um, it was a very long scene. It was very intense. And basically I got to the point where I was, um, getting more out of my head. Right. And more just, um, like, focused on what was going on and so forth and getting to a very giddy, um, kind of out of it. I would call it drunk. Like I was being, like I was drunk. Drunk on the scene or something. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, and, and, uh, (laughs) Mester even commented once because I was at a, uh, play party where it was adults only and there was no alcohol allowed or whatever and I'm like, I'm drunk. There's, there's always adults only at play parties. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> right. Right. But there was also no alcohol allowed yeah, or anything, sure. like, which is also very common. And I made a comment like, I'm drunk. And he's like, you're you can't you're, say you're that. Just, you're in subspace. You're in subspace, CC. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's what I said. I'm drunk. <laughs> and he's like, you shouldn't say that here. Yeah. Um... So, but it's so similar yeah. of a feeling. So for me, subspace is kind of nonverbal and it's kind of yeah. loopy and out of it. And if that doesn't sound familiar to some degree, right. um, you know, I may be having different hypnos- hypnosis experiences than other people because well, it's very similar for me. Well, and I think people have different subspace experiences than other people. Oh, absolutely. I think subspace is absolutely. a really individual thing. Like, people talk about subspace as being, like, it's about the endorphin rush, and um, th- that's what a lot of people try to, like, science-splain it as, is right. there's, there's, an endor- there's endorphins going, there's adrenaline going, and I think that's true to some degree. Um, but I also think there are a lot of people who go into trance, like, mm. for sure. Um, and a lot of people who don't, and that's fair. Um, but, um, for me, I, uh, my, my type of subspace is actually, I define it as being more of feeling submissive. 
because when I go into trance, okay. I know that I'm going into trance. So when I went into the kink community and I was feeling subspace type of things, it was about focus and about feeling very, very, very submissive and, and low to the ground and, and, okay. and down there and stuff. With hope, with, <laughs> with hopeness. Hopenosis. Hypnosis. Uh, it's not like a feeling of being like little or, or small. No, um, no. Hypnosis is not always like that for me. Okay, gotcha. Um, it depends on the yeah. And topic. so the what you were talking about, where some friends came over for my birthday, yay, um, and we did some stuff, and it was, it was super fun. And uh, they were hitting me with things, and these are people that I that I do um, hypnosis with uh, on a regular basis as well. Um, I knew, I felt comfortable and with, with some specific people, I feel that it's okay when I'm being hit to kind of escape into trance, to be right. able to endure the impact. And so the, the impact sends me into trance and I can just kind of like flop down and take a bunch of really intense beating and the pain gets dulled and, yeah. and I don't react to it. And it's really interesting type of thing, but I don't think that's subspace. Not for me. No. Was that almost like a like a rag doll feel Very to similar. some degree? Very similar to a rag doll type okay. of situation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't actually know if I consider subspace um, a hypnotic space. I feel like when I come out of trance and when I come out of a, uh, a really intense scene yeah. where there was subspace, those are very f- similar feelings. Yeah. But the process itself... Probably different. Yeah. Interesting. I would say it's pretty different, actually. So let's um, switch gears and talk about some specific ways that we can... That we do incorporate hypnosis into our BDSM play. And, yeah, please. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, so we're already talking about impact a little. So do you... Um, yep. We absolutely have done and frequently do... Uh, currently do things where impact makes you go into trance and impact also makes you come out of trance. Yes. And it's, it's all about intention for us, right? Right. Well, and, um, also just, uh, when it comes to you and I, and we both just instinctively know what's too hard. Yeah. And when it, by, by too hard, I mean like, uh, hard enough to, uh, make it more of an induction versus a um, coming out of trance, which is usually more of a lighter slap, possibly multiple uh, slaps. But it's like a, um, it's like the intensity or whatever. And there's a certain intensity level where it'll put me back into trance versus coming out. Um, Love, love that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, When we incorporated that into our... Um, hypnosis uh, lives like actually like very much a part of what we do on a regular yeah. basis when it comes to hypnosis. Um, just fell in love with that, and yeah. we both like had the moment where you experienced it with a with one of your hypnosis partners, mm-hmm. and we both had like this moment where we like were looking at each other afterwards or whatever, and it was like, yes, yeah. We both want this right. in our... <laughs> Specifically, that was the that was the coming out of trance with 
a slap on the face part. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's how they used it. And then we ended up, um, yeah, just using it a lot. Yeah. No. In various ways. That's fantastic. I love that. And then there's, and then there's the flip side of, of people have been recently talking about putting people into trance with a face slap. And I think that's fantastic too. I think multi-purpose. Absolutely multi-purpose. I mean, if you if you think of impact as just a vehicle and, you know, a snap, oh, yeah. a snap is a vehicle, too. Snaps can bring people into hypnosis and out of hypnosis. It's good Absolutely. stuff. Um, but impact in general, I think, is a really good, um, it, it, it really takes to hypnosis very well. I, um, oh, my gosh, One so of much. my earliest memories of being in the community was walking in on a class for about 45 seconds where someone was doing a class on hypnosis and impact. Uh, and this was probably my first Nihu or something. And immediately it clicked for me because this person was sending someone into trance just by using impact. And they were describing it as like, you know, there's a, there's an immediate sense of focus. There's an immediate yeah. sense of, of refocusing yourself on what's going on. There's, and, and I think I, and this part I sort of incorporated into my own head, I think I just kind mm-hmm. of made it up, but like, there's a, there's an up, where there's a like sharp up of the feeling, and then there's a down and a let go of, yeah. of feeling that beat, oh, where yeah, a lot so of, much. a lot of masochists will describe that like, after the feeling, oh yeah, is very intense and very like, huh, you know. Oh yeah, like I used to always say, uh, very clearly, um, I am not a masochist, mm-hmm. um, which I've had to possibly reevaluate right. over time. But I used to always say, and, and I meant it, right? So I enjoyed the service. I enjoyed the pleasing the other person. I enjoyed the um, anticipation of the hit. And I enjoyed all of the after warmth afterwards and all of that, right? The only part I didn't actually care for was the actual impact. The moment of impact. Right, the moment of impact. Not so much. Yeah. But the before <laughs> and after, I adored. Yeah. So, honestly, that lasts longer anyway than the well, actual moment of and impact. And it's, it's wonderful to break it down because there are so many different parts of impact, spanking, punching, face slapping, whatever you want to call it. Absolutely. There are so many different parts of it that you can incorporate into using hypnosis with. Absolutely. Um, so that's a good one. Yeah. Impact is great. I recommend hypnotic impact all the time. Oh, yeah. Espe- and I mean, like one, if I can have a final word on it, because I want to move on, but um, just, you don't have to be like, when I hit you, you'll go into trance. If you, if you play with the hypnotic scene as yeah. being a more long and more um, connective and more like fluid type of thing. And you just let the person go when it feels right and let them come back when it feels right. You'll calibrate to an extreme degree. Like you will just like get to know the person and get to know. I I just love it. I just love it. Yeah. I'm getting all, I'm getting all punchy now. No. Well, (laughs) nice word. Um, I know you said the last word, so I'm like, you get the the last, last word. Oh, okay. Thank you. I appreciate the permission because I was feeling <laughs> awkward. Um, but for me, actually, it, it's just like hitting me. <laughs> this is hilarious. Let's just do puns all over yes. the place. Um, it's almost like a drug mm. thing to some degree, too. Like when it's a really hard 
whack yeah or something like that um it's it's almost like a knockout right yeah so like literally the phrase is like you get knocked out and i think to some degree i wouldn't normally get knocked out Mm -hmm. but it's like oh i think the intent is for me to be knocked out right yeah so then i'm like done yeah yeah you know and that's hot because it almost turns into a drug thing to some degree without the drug part. But yeah. But, like, you know. Right. So, yeah. Good shit. Yeah. So, there's obviously other types of BDSM that we haven't covered yet. And yeah. We, only... well, we did a whole thing on rope originally. Right. Like, a, we a did while a, back. We did a podcast on rope um, <clears throat> a really long time ago. Probably, I think rope was in the title. Probably about a year ago. It was. There was a rope yeah. and hypnosis. It was, like, episode six or something. Um, so, I don't want to, like drive over that too much but rope is really excuse me really really hypnotic yeah turns out i mean if you're if you think of rope as an extension of your body and you're just doing kinesthetic hypnosis then right you have a whole thing that you're that you're utilizing that can be used for kinesthetic hypnosis right and also sadistic hypnosis if you're doing it in that way right i mean if you you know want to do that so choose to do right sadistic rope like some people Thanks. in this room yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um the other thing is is um uh we don't really we we haven't really talked about because almost everything we've talked about is more of kinesthetic yeah um, that's true but eye fixations is kind of interesting because oh. when you're doing like a single tail Oh, yeah. And I'm looking at you. I'm not typically looking at you. I'm watching the whip go back and forth. And even though it's hitting me. Good point. Which is relevant. Um, watching it go back and forth and so forth can absolutely be hypnotic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or even just staring at your eyes while you're doing it. Right. Um, that right. can be hypnotic. We've we've definitely incorporated. Um, I don't know if we've even stated this or not. But just to be clear hypnosis is something you can add to anything right right? right. so just figuring out how to do it or what's the best way to do it as opposed to just like okay go into trance while i'm doing this you know i mean that's of course relevant yeah and if that's what you want to do awesome but personally we like to try to make it so that it kind of naturally fits in right yeah absolutely um and there are so many ways to do that i remember oh excuse me in one of the classes we went to uh, a while back um, on uh, sadistic eye fixations, you mentioned in that class, yeah, I wasn't actually going to get into that. Right. But you mentioned in that class that you could be, like, beating my leg or something, and as the bruise starts to appear, I get, the redness. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that in and of itself starts to send me deeper and deeper into trance. Right. I mean, there's so many ways. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, if you want to just cover the last, well, the one of the last bases of sound, then the, Oh yeah. The, That's huge too. The crack of a whip, the, the impact oh, yeah. of a slap, you know, yeah. all of those things. And especially if you're mixing, um, if you're, if you're doing sort of a scene where you're mixing the, the jarring sound of a slap of skin, like, oh, yeah. that can be very powerful for people. Mm-hmm. You need to take it, that into account. The last thing that we haven't really talked about that I guess we can cover, and we, we still haven't covered it, 
in this podcast, and I always feel like we should, but we shouldn't, is needles. Needles. Um, and I mean, to some degree, knives, too. Um, sure, But sure. sort of edgier stuff, I guess. Um, I think sleep face slapping um, is edgy. It's not. It's not considered edgy. It used to be. It sure used to be. It's not. I've now. been in the BDSM community a while. When I see I guess. when I see <laughs> Tumblr posts like going super viral about yeah. hypnotic face slapping, I'm not concerned about it being edgy. It's so fascinating. Um, but but I guess needles and knives have their own place in BDSM. Yeah. Um, and they're all already very intense for some people. For some people, not so. That's okay. Yeah. Um, needles in particular for us are just one of the most hypnotic toys that I have in my toy bag. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I it's just, don't... It's just hypnosis. I don't remember us even uh, making it so. I'm pretty sure it when just we happens. first did it, I just got knocked out and then you started to incorporate it even more. Probably. Probably. Um, I mean, needles... People who do needles will, will tell you that they are like a drug. Like, you don't, you're not putting anything in the needles, but you have a needle right. go in you. And, just to be clear. Right. They're just, you, you have it go in, and that's, that's, you have this intense rush of hormones and endorphins. And too, yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, and that translates to hypnosis, like, so well, it's incredible. Like, I can't imagine yeah. doing needles without hypnosis. Um. It's it's just so intense. I can't. Right. I can't deal. Right. No, absolutely. Well, and it's a lot harder, or it's a lot easier. <laughs> totally the opposite. Yeah. It's a lot easier to endure <laughs> Right. Uh, needle play when you're in hypnosis. And honestly, I think we should actually bring up that concept. We've kind of hinted at it here and there. Yeah, which Maybe part? Maybe even said it. Using hypnosis... <laughs> As a way to uh, endure uh, pain, pain yeah. is an interesting concept. And honestly, <laughs> I don't even know how I feel about it. Like on a personal level, mm. I'm not entirely sure I'm fully comfortable with the concept of using hypnosis. Um, and I do. I do it. Using hypnosis yeah. to go to a safe place, so to speak, yeah. in my head of while something is um, happening. Um, I know there was this one time we very much intentionally put me in like a ragdoll type state while you beat me and that was hot as hell. Yeah. Um, but that was more of like you putting me in this state for this purpose. Right. Um, as opposed to, oh, this is really intense. I'm going to go into trance. (laughs) I'm going to, because it's kind of an escape. And I find that interesting because, um, that line feels a little blurred to some degree of, um, you know, cause like, you know, if something gets too intense, right. Um, are you there to stop it or whatever? Right. Well, I there's, see how that could be so a concern. There's, there's a safety aspect of, of when, when you go into trance, some people are going to find that, um, for, for certain people that they will be able to take more and their pain receptors are not going to 
tell is them that possible? the information. Absolutely. I would think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Sa- it's this. It's kind of similar to subspace. Uh, true enough. True like enough. We're saying here. I mean, there. Oh, you're right. There are states of mind that you go into where your body isn't sending the correct signals to your brain to, to tell okay. you that you're getting hurt. Um, so Understood. very similar. So you have yeah. to be careful with these kinds of things. Absolutely. Right. Um, be very aware and um, practice. Yeah. Safe. Of course. Always, always. check in and but stuff. But always. And stuff. So, yeah. No, um, you have a point, though. Yeah. That's totally what people do with subspace, too. Yeah. Very I similar. gotcha. Uh, we didn't mention uh, choking, which I oh. want to. I just felt like I wanted to mention that because... Because uh, it's hot. Because it's hot and choking. And we use it. <laughs> choking and hypnosis is good too. It's another thing you have to be careful with. Um, but even just putting a hand around the neck and right. um, simulating that without putting pressure yeah. on the places is great and cool. I just wanted to throw that in there. I felt like that'd yeah. be a nice thing to, to say. Personally, I like the physical contact. Right. So that's. I like choking too. I know. But. Just for things I'm going to recommend people to do. Right. I'm going to say, right. don't I mean, put pressure. Honestly, don't ever do anything that you don't think you're capable of doing without hypnosis. And you're probably <laughs> capable of doing less than you think. Right. So go to classes or whatever. Yeah. Like, there's absolutely things out there. So it's about that time. I'm probably going to have to even title this one, like, Impact and Hypnosis, because this barely got... We did, like... 15 to 20 minutes of impact and barely talked about yeah. most BDSM. Well, I that's mean, okay. I think that's okay. Yeah. Sure. So we're going to do the sexy thing now and I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm probably going to punch you, you. No, I have no idea. <laughs> it's just going to go somewhere. I'm just going to punch you. Well, I mean, if you have to. I know it. So, um, here we go. Oh, I love the way you're anticipating. I'm just sort of <laughs> hovering my thumb over your forehead, and it's just like you're waiting. You're waiting to go into that place, gently stroking down, gently stroking down, gently all the way down. That's right, just like that. That's wonderful. And you can just take this moment to really enjoy the way that you always sort of drop deep, deep into trance, just like that. It doesn't take much. Takes just a little and takes just a little for you to come back up. Mm-hmm. You can go into trance now. Mm-hmm. That's right, just like that. <sighs> and there's a certain amount of physical contact that allows these kinds of things to be more interesting and effective for both of us. So I hope you appreciate the way that I'm touching all of the different parts of you your head and your brain and your mind and your back, and the way that I'm digging my fingernails in to intensify some kinds of sensation, sometimes painful, and you appreciate that, and you drop deep for that. And sometimes that gets relieved, and you just sort of rest and relax and drop deep, deep down. And I'm going to have you lift your head to expose your pretty chest for me to punch, because that's what I feel like doing right now. And I'm going to move your hands, and your hands will move in the ways that I want them to, and they'll stick in the ways that I want them to, like right here, right behind your head, and again right here, right behind your head, to give me a place to touch, to touch your chest, and for you to enjoy that sensation of me just sort of gently caressing. 
and you know that something else is coming, you know that a slap or a hit somewhere in your body, maybe it'll be in your face, maybe it'll be in your chest, maybe even on your leg, we haven't talked about that, but that could happen too. And I want to build up that sense of anticipation because the anticipation is something that you can focus on and something that you can focus on is something that you can go into deep, deep trance to. So focusing on that sense of anticipation is something that you can go into trance to. And when that finally happens, you can go deep, deep into <gasps> trance too. Just like that, dropping very, very deep. And I wonder if there's a way that we can sort of store up the sensations of you feeling those hits and those slaps and those punches that are yet to come. Maybe in a minute, but for now I'd like you to feel them full on. Feel those deep, deep inside as though they're coming into your body and the warmth is spreading all over your chest. And that warmth spreads over your chest, into your mind, all the way up your neck, into your head. And another. And you remember what it feels like to ride the wave of the up, of the deep pain, and then the down, the down of the relaxing part of that sensation where you just sort of come down into it, and then you relax into it. And you just go into trance right now. Certain sensations are shocking. Certain sensations are welcome. Certain sensations send you down. Certain sensations take you back up. Certain sensations send you right back down, right? Like that. Just like that. And I want you to take this moment to really appreciate the warmth that spreads in your chest. And so for right now, I'm going to freeze you right here. I'm going to freeze your body as it's already frozen. I'm going to take those limbs of yours and that skin of yours that's frozen to the touch. And you're going to feel these sensations. You're not going to be able to process them outwardly, but you will be able to process them inwardly. So you just sort of drop deeper into trance just like that, those rhythmic hits and slaps. And you're so far gone, and I wonder what it would be like when you unfreeze, when you sort of drop all the way down, when I tell you to unfreeze, not yet, but in a moment, you'll be able to take those sensations and just fully appreciate them, because you haven't been able to outwardly express them. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Almost. What will it feel like when you're able to really appreciate that externally? Not yet, not yet. Now unfreeze and drop deep down and sort of really be able to process that. And I think it's confusing to your mind in some way. Isn't that interesting how so much sensation and trance can be confusing in some ways to your mind? You're not entirely sure what to do with your body. You're not entirely sure how to feel in your mind, and that's okay. That's wonderful. That's beautiful. And you can relax really deeply down. And you can feel really deeply down inside of you that something is happening that's interesting to you. 
and there's a break in time. There's a moment in time where time slows down right now. And you feel my fingers and you feel that warmth right here and you feel warmth other places in your body and you feel warmth in your mind that warmth spreading out from your skin sending signals into your brain that you feel something just that act of feeling something is something that allows you to focus when you need to something that allows you to unfocus when you don't need to and just go and just go down you can come back up. Mm. Mm. Alright. So we're going to call it a night. Not quite, but we're going to call it a mm-hmm. podcast here. And we're going to go do some sexy after hour shit. Um, <laughs> so I hope everybody really enjoyed this. We're going to be doing some more expanded parts of this later, I'm sure. Like more about PDSM and more about impact. Because there's so much more to talk about. Always. Always. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night.